Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. It is December 13th, uh, Monday, December 13th at 2.30 p.m. last night, or pardon me, yesterday afternoon. Uh, Purdue beat North Carolina State in Brooklyn, uh, uh, continued or, or, or um, completed their northeast swing going from uh, Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey, over to um, over to Brooklyn, and uh, Jay Money was in person for both games. I believe. Oh, I know he was. Pardon me. I know he was. I don't have to say. I believe uh, he had really uh, very normal guy seats for the Rutger game, and um, then had uh, really very very good seats down low with his son with a uh, little money, and uh, and. Uh, they got to see Purdue pull out a victory, which looked completely improbable for most of the most of the game. Uh, Purdue's record improves to uh, nine and one. NC State drops to seven and three. NC State is a scrappy team. They play with a lot of energy. Um, they brought that energy the entire game. Their coach reflected it after the game. Said, uh, "Man, they really um, they fought hard." And he's right. They fought hard. He earned a technical. I think he. Really uh, was, I think he was upset with the officials, but he's more upset that the game just kind of got away from them. They should have won it in regulation, but instead, at about the 37 minute mark, I keep, I, I've debated this with a couple people. What mark was it when Purdue started playing? Some people say 32 minutes, 33 minutes. I really think Purdue didn't really start playing hard and really closing that game down until with three minutes left. And then it looked like the Purdue that we all expect. Um, one of the main things I see, the biggest theme that you see as well, is that. Uh, Travion Williams uh, just put the Boilers on his back, absolutely, uh, and carried that team. It was uh, uh, it was crazy. Hey, Max, Max uh, is tuning in live. I appreciate it. And I don't know if anybody else is live yet because I'm switching over to another screen. But um, pretty, pretty great to see Travion Williams playing with this much gumption. Um, you know, he looks very healthy now. I think he had a little bit of a ankle tweaking uh, before the season started. I keep saying start the man. Uh, I think Painter should shake up the starting line lineup. I thought so after the Rutgers game. I still think it. My big thing is the psychology of the team. Bring in a bunch of guys to just let everybody know, okay, um, I want the guys out there that are going to fight. And it was pretty apparent who was fighting really hard at the end of the game. Um, I, Trayvon Williams, of course, was incredible. His, his, his stat line is silly. Uh, in 33 minutes, he was 22 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, nine assists. Uh, he he had five blocks at one point, but the official box score dropped it to four. Uh, so just four blocks, two steals. Uh, he did have a couple turnovers. Um, he was trying pretty hard in the first half to get things started. He had a couple of those circus passes that he's famous for that uh, just didn't go to the right place. Uh, but when he got uh, into a fighting mood, uh, there was not much NC State could do about it. NC State's bigs got into foul trouble. I think Dewana fouled out. In fact, I'm positive Duana fouled up. They had another forward with four fouls. Another, they had, uh, and then they had a guard with four fouls as well. Uh, Purdue started wearing them down a little bit. Um, Ivy played uh, a solid offensive game. He had 22.7 rebounds, but he shot a lot, missed a lot. We know he's a volume shooter, but he was 7 for 16. And the bigger problem I have with it is kind of the brand of shot he had. Um, he was taking a lot of very deep three-pointers. Uh, very early in the game, he looked on defense like he was not um, not super interested in, in playing within the system. I, it was creating problems, too. He was trying to get the pass lane so he could get out and dunk the ball, which he loves to do, and he's good at it. 
But it was not Ivy's best game in spite of scoring uh, 22 points, just like Trey. Um, Zach Eady, uh, for a second straight game, didn't look great. He had nine points, uh, seven rebounds, a couple of blocks. Um, he looked frustrated when he was in there. He kept bringing the ball down low, which is the, the problem. There's a couple of things. Number one, he started the game off horribly. I think he had two missed uh, shots within five feet of the bucket. He had two rebounds go out of his hand, and Purdue was down eight to zero almost right away. Uh, he was not. He's a different guy when he gets the smelling salts under his nose and starts playing with fight. He's a different player, and it took him a little while to get started. And by the time he got started, Purdue was already down. That was a problem. First had an extremely quiet game again for a second in a row. He only had 13 minutes played, zero points. Just one rebound, uh, 0 for 1 field goals. Um, so, again, I, I'm doing what I usually do. I know it's the next day, but I'm looking at the stats for the first time. I watched all the postgame comments. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Stefanovic had a very important bucket. Um, it, clearly, they, they drew, drew, uh, drew up a play for him. For the end of the game, Painter said they wanted the three. They wanted uh, Sasha to take the three. Instead, the, the, the lane opened like the Red Sea. It just split, and he went right down the middle. Finger, to, uh, finger uh, roll, tied it. Uh, he finished with 12 points. Uh, he was 4 for 4 from free throw, which is very, very good. Ivy was 6 and 9. Uh, he's missing a couple, which is pretty unusual. Edie missed two free throws. Purdue, again, just like in Rutgers, didn't sh- shoot free throws very well, 68%. But again, the, the worst part of Purdue's offense uh, three-point shooting was atrocious again, 23.8%. Uh, they were 5 for 21. I think the previous game, they were 27%. Um, and you could say, well, this is a team that's cooling down, coming off a very hot start. I think it's much easier than that. I, I don't think it's just uh, them cooling down. I think it's the it's a team that's taken poor sh- very poor shots. Wow, that was a bad uh, section of, uh, of podcast. I apologize. Uh, but they uh, went 5 for 21, 24%. Um, followed, uh, following up a 27% shooting from three-point game. That's really bad, and you're going to lose a lot of games that way. Turned the ball over 14 times, I believe. Uh, let's see, I'll get that confirmed. 14 turnovers. NC State had 13. Um, and NC State really had this game. Let's just make no bones about it. Um, Purdue only shot 50% from the floor, which is a little bit better than last game. But, um, yeah, they're, they're struggling uh, right now, finding their offensive rhythm, and the defense hasn't been much better. And that's probably the bigger problem for me is watching a Purdue team just not guard anything in the perimeter for long stretches of time. Um, I don't want to say it's unforgivable, but it's close. So Purdue loses a game uh, at, from the number one position and then almost loses a game. Um and uh, the AP comes back and was very generous, in my opinion. You know, I'm hard on them when they deserve to be hard on, uh, <laughs> deserve to be um, given a hard time. Man, I'm having a bad show. And um, uh, but Purdue is uh, has fallen to third. They're third in America, so they were really, really given a really given a fair vote. Um, they're behind, uh, I think. Duke and Baylor, who absolutely demolished Villanova. Villanova only scored 34 or 37 points. I don't have it in front of me. So um, not the uh, not the best effort for Villanova. And that one actually hurts Purdue a little bit because of the strength of schedule. All these things start wrapping together. And, um, uh, yeah, it's it's it wasn't a good day, good weekend, really, for Purdue at all. It wasn't a good week for Purdue. The, the thing about the Rutgers game, let's go back to this real quick. Losing to Rutgers is not the end of the world if you do something with it. And the problem is Purdue followed up a crappy Rutgers game with a crappy NC State game. 
And so now they get to go learn from these two games, get ready. I think it's um, Incarnate Word, I think, is next. Um, they have two games. Oh, no, Butler, then Incarnate Word, uh, then um, – uh, they got another one, uh, but the, the uh, games Nickel State. Uh, so they got Butler, uh, Incarnate Word, Nichols, which is not Nickel State anymore. It's just Nichols, and then Wisconsin. You get into the real Big Ten season. Um, and I really was hoping they'd come into that Wisconsin game undefeated. Obviously, I, I, I posted it right here on this show, and it had it didn't happen. And that's not the end of the world. Losing a game is not the end of the world. Losing to even to bad teams is not the end of the world. The question is, what do you do with those losses? And I didn't see Purdue looking like a changed team at all versus NC State. The, the same problems that killed them versus Rutgers were killing them versus NC State. Uh, they need to make major adjustments defensively. Um, Painter talked about it. He said the mental focus, consistency and mental focus is a big problem for this team right now, and it shows. So he thinks everything's curable very quickly, and as do I. I think if they can uh, just come to the game ready to play uh, for a full 40 minutes – they're going to be fine. If they can uh, play defense with the idea that you have to stay in your position without guys getting sucked out to get the passing lanes. I mean, even Trey Williams, he had a big steal at the end of the game, but he was not in position at that point. And that's a dangerous thing because if he gets out in front of a guy and he doesn't get his hand on that, that's an easy dunk. And this is kind of what Purdue's defense has done a lot of. You extend or overextend to the double team, then don't get back to your guy, and then it's an open look. It happens time and time again. Uh, so the defense is creating a big problem. The offense is taking poor shots. Uh, so they, they have some things they can get a lot better at in a hurry. And um, somebody asked a question on Twitter. There are a couple good questions on Twitter. One was, um, are we seeing a team, the water finding its level, meaning is Purdue just not that good of an offensive team? Or are we seeing a team that just hit a bit of a slump? What do you think? And I think and there was a good discussion I wasn't really involved in after. My opinion on that is that this team is not finding its level. I think this team is really, really good offensively. I'll stand by that. Um, but but uh, I think what you saw at the end of the game was Purdue's water finding its level. When Purdue started hitting shots, playing hard, that's when they, that's when they play well. They can't sleepwalk through games. You can't be nonchalant when you're playing teams that really want to beat you. Everybody wants to beat Purdue right now. Even dropping to number three is still a game, by the way. If you're not a very good team, beating the number three team, you get they will rush the court on you again. So if Purdue didn't like that feeling versus Rutgers, and I'm sure they didn't, get ready because every team wants to rush the court. Every student in America wants to see their team beat the number three team in America. So Purdue better damn well be ready. Have their big boy pants on when they go to play Big Ten basketball and, and every other game. Good news is Butler's not as great as they have been. Uh, they've been on a steady decline as a program, in my opinion. Really good chance to get into rhythm and beat the crap out of a team, and I want them to. In that um, uh, that awful event with a big win, that'd be really, really nice because I, I do not like that event at all in downtown Indianapolis, and um, I, think they, I think they can and they should. Uh, let's see, Todd Singer says, uh, Purdue's hanging on to number four in Ken Palm. Now that is, and still, is number one in offensive efficiency. Now that's crazier than the, than the number four to me, that Purdue is still the number one most uh, efficient offense in America. That is absolutely nuts to me. So uh, it's good to see, uh, but I think they're kind of statistically, they had a pretty, pretty good head start on that, and that may be more than anything just a team that's kind of hanging on to what they were. Uh, they've got to go re-earn this reputation that they have already uh, earned and given away. Um, there's plenty of chances to do it. 
Um, Ken Palm has Butler as number 85. Todd uh, brings back in, and uh, Butler's not that good. I've watched him play a couple times. I think somebody's coming back who's been injured for them, but I don't care. Um, come in, uh, play every team like they want to beat you really bad. Come in acting like every game really matters, and uh, Purdue will – everything will solve itself. If Purdue plays with fire – they're going to be really good. Travion Williams is doing absolutely everything he can to set a precedent for what this team should be doing, and guys just aren't buying in. Uh, the point guard play is still ridiculous. Um, I didn't mention Ethan, or, uh, Ethan, Ethan Morton. Gosh, I didn't mention Ethan Morton uh, earlier, but Ethan Morton is another guy that was really fighting. He was there the whole, whole game. Uh, Mason Gillis played fantastically and was really getting after everything. That's the key to Purdue succeeding. Even though you've got a bunch of guys that can score, you've got to have it, people getting after it. I think it's absolutely very important. Um, point guards, uh, Thompson and Hunter, still struggling. Uh, when when North Carolina State extended that, that press, it it hurt Purdue again. And I keep saying, when Purdue figures this out, and I think they will, I think it'll happen soon, when you have another guy help out on this press, when you have another person get it to the middle, get up the court, get it back to them, and get out of there quickly, they'll start making teams pay, and you're not going to want to press Purdue anymore. But until Purdue shows that they can do it and beat that press easily, which it's a very, it's an easily beatable press if you know how to counter it seems like Purdue doesn't know it right now, and Purdue is panicking. You're falling right into the trap when you panic, when you go into the corners, and Purdue's doing that every single time. And Purdue's, cor- uh, Purdue's um, uh, point guards are not helping themselves. Um, thanks today uh, from our, to our sponsors, Gridiron Metalworks, gridironmetalworks.com. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15%. Enter Boiled at checkout at uh, martinvintage.com for 15% off. I Think you're going to be in trouble if you haven't gotten your Christmas gifts yet. So now you're just buying it for yourself. But go get something. And then go to AJ's. EatAJ's.com. Uh, Adam, our pal, he generally tunes in. I don't see him here. He must be slacking because he's actually working right now in the middle of the day. But um, uh, AJ's, great place to, to grab a pint and a burger and, and some uh, Italian beef. Uh, you can't go wrong. All these places, they're all Boilermakers. So feel good about supporting them. And uh, thanks for tuning in today. Let's see. If I got any more thoughts... Um, I don't have much else for you. Uh, the, the Handsome Hour will happen uh, this week. We, we pushed back recording last week because we had some work stuff come up for, for the other guys. And um, we're either going to record tonight or I think on Wednesday. We're going to try to get it done tonight and then get it posted by Tuesday or Wednesday. That's the goal, but I can't make any promises. Just, just stick around the site, the Twitter feed. We'll tell you what's happening and we'll get a, a Handsome Hour for you to watch or listen to whatever you like to do. Um, until then, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, appreciate all you guys who are uh, live. We've got a pretty decent group now. It's Thank you, guys and uh, girls. And uh, hope to see you again soon. God bless you. Hammer down. Have a great day. And uh, if you're at all dismayed by this Purdue team playing this way, keep in mind it's a long season. This team's still really, really good. They're really good. And uh, you can trust your pal, B-Dowd. Um, this is a good team. You don't need to dismay- have... Uh, um, have concern or consternation, it's going to be fine. And uh, But they have to fight. They've got to get back to what makes Purdue great. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. See ya.